everybody, and uh, welcome to this third episode of uh, this podcast, Returning to Jorsal. And uh, today we're actually going to share a little bit about how it all started. And um, that's the reason why I am here and Anna-Linda Batsberg-Torsen. And uh, John Bong, who is with us right now from Haifa in Israel. That's the reason why we're on Zoom. So um, we're really looking forward to share, you know, uh, the memories from uh, how it began and the good stories. But also share a little bit about uh, the vision and, you know, the reason why we think we are doing this journey next summer. So uh, enjoy. So uh, everybody, welcome to this um, the third podcast in this returning to Yursal uh, series. <laughs> and uh, today we're actually going to hear how everything started. Um, at least for us three, uh, it's probably started in God's heart long before that. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm so stoked to have John with us from Haifa, and me and Wanda Linda is, is sitting here in uh, Bergen. Uh, and uh, yeah, guys, um, can you guys, because it actually started with you two um, and uh, before you called me. Uh, so please, guys, can you f tell me about this uh, this morning a uh, long time ago, <laughs> 20 years ago, no, th three years ago. Actually. Yeah, it's actually, uh, yeah, it's three years ago now. I don't know, John, uh, do you want me to, to start and then you will uh, share the, the vision you got? Yeah, so uh, things often starts in the uh, our living room. Uh, yeah, so I, I live together with my husband, and uh, we uh, had uh, John over for a visit, and um, yeah, he was sleeping there. And uh, the morning after, uh, I was making English breakfast, and we were having this lovely breakfast. And then John came down, uh, and he looked all uh, wired and happy and he said guys i had this vision <laughs> and then john what did you see in your vision <laughs> yeah a vision is probably almost too big a words for what it was and i um i think a lot in pictures it wasn't like something was moving it was not like anything crazy i just woke up with just this thought in my mind about the big white ship which i've seen down in uh, in bergen there's a big a white sail ship there and just and this, in this thinking, in the picture, there was yeah, just what about if this big white ship was filled up with young people and, and sailed to Israel? That was kind of what I was, was seeing. Uh, ship there with young people on it going down to Israel. So this is what I was very excited about when I came down to talk with Anna Linda. But I, as it was, I didn't even know what the name of the boat was. <laughs> so we no, started that... to talk a little bit. Yeah. So that that was the the cool thing that we we started to talk about this and uh, and it was very exciting and I remember saying to you John that um oh if we're going to sail all the way down uh, from Bergen to Israel then we should have worship all the way so it should be a twenty four seven floating house of prayer <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I guess. Um, yeah so we we talked about that for a while and. Um, and then uh, John said, uh, "This um, this big white ship uh, in, in Bergen. Uh, uh, what's the name of it?" And I said, uh, "Do you mean Stadsråd Lemkul?" And uh, yeah, I think that's it. He said, "And uh, do you think we can uh, rent that ship and and use that?" And uh, I said, "Maybe we should just call them and ask. I don't know if they rent out their ship, uh, but we can ask them." 
Uh, and we were talking about this for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I uh, went over to the refrigerator to uh, to pick up the, the milk. Because uh, normally, uh, John, he always used milk in his coffee. And normally, uh, my husband, he forgets to buy milk. Oh. Or I, uh, we forget before John is coming over. But this time, my husband, he had actually remembered to buy milk. <laughs> so I was going to fetch it. I opened the door of the refrigerator and then there the milk was. I uh, lifted it out and then it was like, oh, John, <laughs> you will not believe what this is. <laughs> and on the, the box of the, the milk, yeah, it said the Statsråd uh, Lemkull is getting ready for the future. Wow. And we have been talking about Statsråd Lemkull, that ship for like um, maybe 10, 15 minutes, something like that. And then suddenly it was there on the milk box. And, and I was I was so wired about this. Confirmation. And then, yeah, it was a confirmation. confirmation. Prophetic confirmation. And and John and I, we, we are kind of crazy. Um, so John, he, he also he, he thought this was a huge confirmation. Hmm. And then we felt that we need to move uh, on with this thing. <laughs> so then we called you. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember you guys called me and you were kind of so enthusiastic and... Uh, and I don't know, I was like starting to explaining about like uh, this, the, the ship, Stasolemkul, and that uh, you guys were going to rent it and, and go all the way back to Israel. And I remember you talking about the prayer and worship on board. And, uh, and then you said, so you're moving. <laughs> uh, we called you because uh, we thought you were one of the, those who is crazy enough to be with us. So will you come? <laughs> and, and I just, I, I just, I rem I, my first thought was like, I mean, these guys don't even know how much work it will be, <laughs> how big such a thing, like a project will be to do like a of course, we're, sail trip. We're just, we're visionaries, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was about to say no. no. You said you, you are not a sailor. I believe you. Oh, maybe I said, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. not a sailor, I'm not a I think sailor, you said. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you were too keen well, on going on a journey like that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember, John? If, well, I, I, was, I was not so enthusiastic in the beginning. <laughs> no, not so enthusiastic. I remember we called you. We were, we were driving somewhere. I don't know where we were going. We were going to some practice or something. Something <laughs> in but the it, car. It was like just before I was about to say no. I, I remember we had a like a prophetic word in our church, uh, like six months earlier, a guy, uh, a guy just shared that God has reminded him about uh, King Sigurd, uh, like the history of Norway, and, and a guy calls King Sigurd Jursalfare. Yeah, uh, that means Jerusalem tra traveler, right? Yeah. Jursal is the, the, the old Norse word for uh, Jerusalem. I yeah, believe. that's why yeah. we say return it to Jursal, but nobody understands that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so we need to explain it now. What is Jursal? It's Jerusalem. <laughs> it's and, the Norse, the Viking word for, for Jerusalem. And Yeah, yeah. And, and so uh, so this guy has, uh, kind of just shared that God has reminded him about that journey. And... Uh, and that there were three things that was essential from that, his journey. Uh, King Sigurd went with 60 ship, uh, 100 men in each ship, like that would be 6,000 men, in 1108 to help the king in, uh, of Jerusalem to kind of find some, fight some battles. And I remember he said, um, the three things you need to pay attention to is from the story is um, the age of the guys who went, the route they took, and that it was a great national mobilization. Yes. 
Yeah. And so, so I think I just said to you guys, uh, do you think it can be a Sigur Jursal for a journey? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of cool when you said that because we we've been so like into uh, to Vikings lately and and reading history and understanding history and the importance of history and um, how God is calling the past to account, right? And that we need to sometimes actually ask for forgiveness for what our for- forefathers did. Yeah, and I, I remember you, John. You said uh, you had you had heard about. Mm. Yeah, I had. Yes, I'd heard about the king probably. Before we called you, probably about, probably I guess three weeks beforehand, I'd been on a trip to Hogesund, a small town, a little bit, small city, a bit further south from Bergen. I'd been visiting a friend of ours, Lee Bryden, and um, had been uh, sharing with her a little bit. Actually, it was about another boat. We should meet together with some young uh, young ones from KVS Lingdal, a boarding school in the south of Norway. We should um, sail an old boat. We called it Vekelseship. That was the revival ship. <laughs> We should sail it from the south of Norway up to into uh, Gudvangen, this fjord, a little bit north from Bergen. Um, and when I'd been there to talk with her just before this this journey, she asked what we were doing. And and I remember I said, yeah, we're going to take this boat, we're going to sail it, and we're going to blow the shofar. It's like this horn thing that they use in the Bible. <laughs> and we're going to worship in the different um, harbors the ports on the way up to Bergen and then into the fjord. And I remember she was just saying, wow. And, um, and then she just starts saying, have you ever heard of this guy, King Sigurd, yourself out of? I said, no, never. Um, and then she starts telling me this amazing story about this king who traveled, you know, Bergen to Jerusalem, 60 ships, 6,000 men. I thought it was the craziest thing I'd ever heard. And I was a little bit surprised that no one had ever told me this, this story before. And I really... It, it gripped my attention, the story. So then, of course, when John Melvin this day comes and uh, mentions again this thing about King Sigurd, then, then I remembered it was not, not long before this um, that I had just um, been hearing about it through Live Writer. So, so you said yes, I remember, and then I said, okay, then I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> it was so easy. And so uh, that, that's how it started, kind of. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So basically it started with nothing, just a vision, a crazy vision uh, and something that the Holy Spirit sparked. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, where are we today? So many things that <laughs> has happened, right? And this uh, big machinery of people working on this trip. It's pretty crazy. But I, yeah. I do remember that we said, let's pray about like that. Just just the first thing we said was, let's just pray into it. And ask God if we really are supposed to do something about it. Mm. And uh, as we are heading toward Christmas, uh, I remember we felt that it was time to actually do something about it. And I don't remember who of you guys uh, mentioned it first, but uh, some one of you guys t- took um, called called the Stotzolamkul to ask if we we could rent the ship. Yeah, probably John. <laughs> that would be typical. John. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, actually, I went down there first. I had with me the shofar. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I took the shofar down. If you're going to do something, you first have to go in faith with the shofar. Something about it. I don't really understand. I remember going down outside of the, the office to start to Lemkulenbergen, blowing the shofar and then going in. And I got to meet Helena, who was the kind of the marketing lady. We sat down and I got to kind of share a little bit <laughs> with her. So I actually met her first in person before we did the call, which was um, really nice. I had a good connection. I think she probably thought we were... Uh, 
a little bit crazy, but <laughs> yeah, we are. But she was willing to do a meeting with us later on, and that's how we then got the call when we did the official. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that meeting. Yeah, I remember it too. Yeah. It, it was all, us three and uh, this guy Arne Sylta from Hauge <laughs> Business Network. Yeah, that's right. He was the, the bis- We had a businessman there to uh, to make her think that we uh, <laughs> we were actually not crazy or <laughs> that we were at least serious. <laughs> yes, and that that yeah we had uh, uh, I don't know how, how you can say it, uh, but uh, when it comes to money, you know that yeah we, uh, he was her alibi in a way. <laughs> yeah, he, he was <laughs> there to ask the right questions. Um, but of course, we didn't have any money. Uh, and I remember she said uh, they have uh, calculated the price, uh, which was, uh, th- was 13 million. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, 13 million. Crazy. One I way. Remember... That was not including coming back again. That was just to go there. <laughs> yeah, that oh. was just to go down. That's true. <laughs> it was just to go down. We had to then pay for the ship to come back. It was going to be like another 7 million to bring it back. So it was going to be expensive. Ooh. It's going to be about a 20 million. Yeah. And then, and, and I remember uh, Arne Sylta said, well, that wasn't too bad. <laughs> but, and I also remember that I, 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 I didn't have no clue about how far it is to sail. So I remember I was thinking like, I was thinking it would take like two weeks, two weeks or something. <laughs> and I remember when he said like 60, uh, 65 days just, just to get down. I was like, wow. <laughs> mm, but that was with some stops as well, right? Yeah, in the harbors and and cities. Yeah, yeah, the same harbors and cities that uh, Sigurd Ushafar and his men stopped. Yeah, so that we're going to take the same journey. Yeah. So with those stops, it will be uh, 65 days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what you guys, what what was going to your head when when you heard you know the the amount of money and. Do you remember? Yes, I remember. No, it was crazy for me. It was like, okay, God, if this is you, then it will all uh, work out. And uh, <laughs> if it's not from you, it will not work out. Simple as that. But I guess I was a bit freaked out. <laughs> I remember you, John. Do you remember that? You shared, like, I don't know, but it was just like, you shared like we were in a, in a, in a church service because you, you told so freely <laughs> about how God has, you know, given this vision to us and, and I was kind of feeling like, okay, how was this landing with this lady? But she was so enthusiastic, like so curious about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I felt she was really positive. Yeah. And, and even though John was super open about what we're thinking and that we were living by faith and, and doing this by faith. And yeah, but she was really positive. And then so she wanted to talk to the board about it. And she did. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, eventually... Uh, I guess the board um, started to get, I don't know, like th- they had other plans at least. And then um, in the end, they actually said no. Mm, yeah. They wanted to use the ship for science and, and not uh, for renting out, yeah. I think. So, uh, yeah, so it ended with a no. But we, we had them uh, hooked for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had them hooked for a while. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the funny thing is that I don't know if it was you, John, or, or several of us, which we, we started to get the feeling that we were supposed to take more than one ship. Mm. And so so I remember Christian Radek, some, someone mentioned that, and then, and then it, 
you know that chip was mentioned many times yeah uh and and we we literally started to believe that we were supposed to take all three school chips and yeah. and at least Christian Hardik and Stratzolemkul um so i guess uh I, I just remember that in the same time as Stratzolemkul said um, eventually said no we we had also given like a request for Christian Radek mm. and they said yes mm. they said yes yeah yeah so that's amazing yeah hey just want to quickly jump on and say thank you so much for listening to this podcast we truly hope and believe this can be a blessing for you we have a lot of great episodes coming up, so keep following along. I also quickly wanted to mention that our applications are open in case you or anyone you know are interested in joining this journey. Now, back to the episode. We should talk about the, the vision. What, what is the vision, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a lot of things. I think, I think definitely we need to say it's... We didn't know the vision as we were starting with this mm. we 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 all for us it was it was a sail tour and uh john had had a picture god has god has kind of i don't know grown the vision or mm. given given us the vision and it's it's too big to explain uh i mean just but i wanted to say when john mentioned that for me mm. in the beginning as we started with this i was seeing this movie which is called The Biggest Crime. Mm. And it's about the deportation of the Jewish people. Mm. Um, the 26th of November, this this time of the year, mm. 1942. Mm. And uh, it, it, it was telling how Amos Duna was, you know, dep- filled with the Jewish people, you know, and, uh, and just they were transported straight to death in Auschwitz. Yeah, most b- of them. By the Norwegian police, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and and the Norwegian banks was helping out uh, with all of because they took all the the, the Jewish all they owned, mm. and um, the banks were instrumental in you know. Yeah. So Norway did this towards the Jews, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, the Nazi was there and was kind of Nazi reign twisting in these guys. Yeah, the orders came probably from Germany, right? But uh, it was uh, Norwegian police officers cry- carrying this out. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Mm. and and that was the point of the movie, mm. that uh, the Norwegians were so much more involved than we have been kind of willing to admit. Mm. And mm. so when I when I saw this movie, that that was actually back in December 2020, I came out of the movie and I was just like, I felt like very uh, how can you say not like but but I felt like um, there was a an inner conviction I kind of knew that what happened there was connected to the journey we were supposed to do Mm. Mm. and we have been talking a lot about that John Mm. and uh, and just the whole thing of uh, you know being able to when it was Christian Radek as well to send which is kind of situated in the same harbor as uh, Mm. Amas Dune was during the war, um, now we are sending that ship from that, you know, area of Oslo mm. um, back to Israel with this, uh, 
with this letter of thanksgiving and with the blessing and mm. yeah and an apology for what we did towards the Jews so it's a a reconciliation and peace journey basically we're we're doing the opposite than the Nazis did we're doing the opposite of what uh, king Sigurd Jorsalfar did when he took this journey and uh, he was uh, killing people all the way down throughout Europe and they did horrible things they plundered killed and yeah and now we want to go and we want to bless the places and we want to have worship and do yeah. good things. Yes, yes that's, that's um, yeah, this journey is about that, really, peace and reconciliation and asking for forgiveness for what our forefathers did. And, but you yeah. and Linda, you, at the, at the, there was a point when you were not so happy anymore about uh, doing the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a struggle for me, like personally, the, this, um, this whole thing. Um, uh, well, I, I should probably start with the, the Bible verse that the Lord gave me and then go from there and to, to explain my journey because that Bible verse uh, was essential uh, for, for me to uh, to remember and, and stand on when uh, the storm came because it's been so hard for me to be a part of this project. So what happened was that uh, in uh, 17th uh, of May in uh, 2021, uh, I was in my kitchen. Uh, it, that's uh, Norway's national day. And uh, I, I wanted to make a very good, uh, nice English breakfast for my husband. And um, uh, so while I was making that, normally I, I listen to uh, podcasts about uh, drumming and uh, drumming videos when I'm cooking. Mm. Uh, but this uh, morning, um, God said to me, don't put on a drumming video because I have something to say to you. And for me, this is not normal, you know, that's that it doesn't happen every day, actually mm. never happens. <laughs> <laughs> so this was like, wow, okay, God, you want to say something? I'm all ears. You know? <laughs> so I was waiting expectant and in awe. And then he, um, uh, he showed me this uh, scripture from Ecclesiastes 3.15, where it says that um, uh, what uh, was before will come again, and what is now has always uh, has been in the past, and God will call the past to account. Um, and and I was like, wow, God will call the past to account. I immediately understood that this was connected to the journey. Mm. I also understood that it was uh, at that point I was making an online course about prophetic wor worship, and and God told me that I want you to make the introduction and the conclusion of the video. I want you to record that in um, some old church ruins in the city of Sheen, where okay. I grew up. Yeah. Um, and the special thing about that church ruin <laughs> <laughs> is that um, when Sigurd went out, the um, I don't think we know the names of any of the men that went with him, except from one, and that was Dag Eilivsson. Mm. And uh, uh, he built this church in Sheen uh, after he came back from uh, the trip to Jerusalem. Uh, so in the 1100s, he came back, he built the church, and they worshipped there. So he his journey ended there, and then... Our journey starts there. Wow. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. Yeah. And so uh, wow. we actually, I think that was uh, yeah. in the fall of 2020 or, or 21. Then John, you remember we went to that old church ruin and we uh, worshipped there. We blew the shofar. We uh, we proclaimed out scriptures and we, we uh, kind of proclaimed that uh, spiritual heritage 
from the, that place as ours mm. and and the blessings that he brought back uh, from Jerusalem till that place we we claim that in the spiritual realm uh, to bring it with us kind of when we are going on our journey and for me this is so important what happened there uh, and that God gave me that Bible verse because uh, this has been a struggle for me this journey because uh, it's a lot of work yes. um, and it's a faith project for sure yeah. <laughs> I mean it's it's crazy and yeah. we cannot do it without the, the Lord is doing this for us I mean the the finances and the people uh, to bring on board and and everything is just impossible yeah and and also I was like, I don't want to be a part of a big project now. And I felt that <laughs> I'd been just like drawn into it in a way because uh, you and John, you guys, you are my best buddies and I love to hang out with you. And and so because that John had this vision and, and you came along and we're a group of friends basically doing this together. And so that's the way I came into the project. Mm. But I really didn't ask to be a part of something like that, something that big. Uh, and also we had some uh, difficulties with uh, because we, we wanted to sell out uh, June 1st, right? Uh, yeah. uh, that was the plan from the Jubilee of Moster. And we, will, we should say something about that, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But before we do that, then, yeah, so the date was the 1st of June, 2024. Yeah. And, and then we, ha- we needed to raise money for the deposit. Uh, and we had a, a deadline for that and, and the money didn't come in. And so we couldn't we, sign the contract, right? Yeah. yeah. Were you discouraged then or something? I was so discouraged. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah Can yeah. you go figure? I was discouraged. But, but let's go. But just let's go back a little still, Anna Linda, because uh, 17th of May you got this this word. Yeah. But but what what did it? What, what do you like? I mean, I don't know. It's probably obvious for you. What was the what was the word meaning? Like what's what's the meaning of that word? Yeah, like good he question. will bring the past to account. What, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Um, well, uh, I truly believe that um, when uh, people do something bad, it leaves a mark in the spiritual realm. And so, when our forefathers, uh, when Sigurd went on that journey and he did so many horrible things, he it's kind of a curse that he brings over those places and those people. And and God wants to call that past to account. He wants to uh, uh, to um, uh, well. For me, it's like you have to actually ask for forgiveness, um, and uh, there must be an act of reconciliation, mm. uh, uh, because God wants to to bring this up, and He want, wants it to be atoned for in a way. And Jesus did that when He died on the cross, obviously, and we can pro- proclaim uh, His blood over it. But still, we have to ask for forgiveness uh, if we want to be forgiven. First mm-hmm. uh, uh, John one nine, right? That uh, we have to confess our sins and then he will forgive us. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that is a principle that still applies today. And so when we go uh, into places where our forefathers uh, did something bad, then we can ask for forgiveness on their behalf. Really? Yeah, we can. And then... Uh, God will bring forgiveness and healing to the land. That's yeah. uh, Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Yeah, um, it makes yeah. sense. For example, if for example your uh, grand grand grandpa did something crazy to the neighbors, mm-hmm. and and there is still a bad connection. Yeah, yeah. You can bake a cake and you go over and you can say to the hey guys, uh, I know that back in the days uh, my grand grand grandpa did something crazy. Yeah, which was really bad. Yeah. 
And I just want to say we are sorry for that. Yeah. And it will actually be powerful and, and bring reconciliation. It will in the spiritual <laughs> realm. It's so very it powerful. Sense. And uh, and I, th- I think that the, the key to repentance is forgiveness and the, the key to healing. So what we are doing, we are kind of being a part of like healing the land yeah. in a way. So we, we're healing the land of Norway by uh, asking for forgiveness for what the, uh, the, the Nazis and the Norwegian police and, uh, and the state of Norway did to those Jews when they were deported to the concentration camps. Yeah, for example. Yeah, so that's something to, to really ask uh, for forgiveness for. And, and then mm-hmm. I believe that God will bring some form of restoration and... Um, uh, and healing yeah. to our land and also for the things that Sigurd and his men did. So what we will basically do is to, to go the same places and, and we will ask for forgiveness. Uh, we will ask the Lord uh, what to do, what, what to release in these places, scriptures and... Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, now, now you are... Now you are uh, um, we were talk like Duna is one thing, mm. uh, but now you're talking with uh, uh, when it comes to Sigurd Jorsalfara. Yeah, yeah. As I mentioned, that we it's the the Duna thing, the deportation of the Jews. Yes. That that we are atoning for uh-huh. um, and asking for forgiveness, and then also the way Sigurd Jorsalfara uh, ravaged uh, his way throughout Europe by killing and uh, raping and forcing Christianity on people. Did he? He did. He did. Yeah. So he, uh, he, he. Uh, s- uh, there were a couple of places. I think it was in in Lisbon yeah. that um, when they came there, they they said that we will let you live if you get baptized, if you accept Christianity and get baptized. And, what and they said no, and they were all killed. Because you have studied these stories, I know you've read read the books, huh? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because. Uh, um, God will call the past to account. It yes. means that we have to study the history, mm. and we have to uh, to ask the Lord um, at at what point in history or or um, where uh, or what does God highlight for us to actually do something about? Mm. Because it's not random what we're doing, right? We we are, are going the places that God is highlighting, mm. uh, and we are um, uh, well repenting for the. Uh, the exact time that God points out, right? So we have done a lot of acts of re- reconciliation uh, in regard to what the Vikings did, mm. uh, their mm. plundering and, and uh, what they did over in England, for instance. And, and now we're feeling that God wants to, to uh, that we will reconcile uh, and ask for forgiveness for what uh, King Sigurd did as well. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the Jewish uh, understanding of reconciliation is... One, you ask for forgiveness, mm. but yeah. then you demonstrate the opposite. Yes, that's right. So can I just mention Santiago, which I think is such a cool example yeah. of what we're going to do. Yeah, come on. I think I think we, at least uh, one of the ideas is, uh, because in Santiago, the story is that they actually um, needed food. So they had been there for a while mm. in Santiago de Compostela and Sigur and his men, 6,000 men. I mean, they needed a lot of food. Yeah. Uh, they asked for more food, but they, there was no more food. So mm. they couldn't like, they said, no, we don't have enough for you. Mm. And uh, what happened was the cigarettes men, they robbed the guys. Yeah. They just stole whatever they could have of food yeah. and brought it on and, and then they just left. Yeah. It's so horrible. what are we going to do? We're going to, we're going to make a feast where what we hope to do is get some uh, Norwegian companies to sponsor us with a, uh, you know, fish, uh, dry uh, clipisk and, um, <laughs> and on, salmon. So cool. I love and we'll it. Make a, make a table and just hand out a lot of nice food, like a feast outside of the cathedral. So, I mean, wow. 
You know? Awesome. That's so, that's so cool. Such a tangible thing to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Wow. So this is actually mm. a spiritual principle. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's what we will do. And we will do like acts of goodness, uh, kind of prophetic acts, really, and, and do the opposite and make a new imprint in a way in the spiritual yeah. atmosphere yeah. Uh, to change things. So, yeah. And also to, to just finish like my, my personal yeah. um, walk in this, I said that we had to change uh, the date because we didn't get the finances we needed to sail out June 1st. And then Christian Radic gave us uh, a much better deal, actually, and, and better dates. Yeah, we yeah. ended up like these dates are so much better when we're sailing August 1st and, and we will arrive later, closer to the, the feasts and the festivals they're having. And, and that's fantastic. And, and so so... I feel that th there are a win in the sales uh, <laughs> more yeah. now than it's been. And it's been really hard for me, this this walk okay. and this journey and a lot of doubt. And God, is this really you? It's crazy. Is this from you or is this just our own craziness, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I, I really feel that with everything that has happened and all the uh, prophetic confirmation and all the people yeah. that that's come on board uh, in this project now and, and the, the big team that we are and, and, and everyone that's really, they feel that this uh, is stirring in their hearts and spirits, uh, then it's it feels so much easier now. Okay. Really, so so it's uh, it's better. Although I don't look forward to to be six weeks on sea. But why do you, <laughs> why do you come six weeks on board? You can you know you can do one stage. I know that, yeah. But the thing is that I really sense that the Lord wants me to do the whole journey, and it's about twenty four seven worship and prayer on board. And and he also I feel that he wants the the worship to to be continual and, and the drums to play mm. a lot. And I'm a drummer, so I feel like really use that as a weapon uh, and, and, and a, a weapon of praise and worship. Yeah. Uh, so, so I feel it's essential. And also I feel like God says that it's essential to have this on the ship. And yeah. uh, so I really feel the urge to be there for that. But um, I'm not looking forward to it. To but you're more sleep and but you're more encouraged now than you were. Absolutely, yeah, I, I yeah. feel that the Lord has given me more peace yes. about this journey now. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. It's a peace journey, and uh, I feel more peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so um, for John, I know that for you, John, uh, I know that you have been. We're going all the way back to uh, to uh, Jerusalem. Uh, or Yursal, and uh, we think reconciliation is something that is paving the way mm. for the new things that will come. Mm. So sometimes before the new can spring forth, you need to remove if it's, you know, we have garbage from, from the past. Exactly. That's well said. Yeah. And, and, mm. uh, and, and uh, we believe that, uh, you know, there's going to be something new coming up. Uh, John, you have been doing back to the Jerusalem journey from South Africa and, and you I know that you have been you were, you were thinking of something similar here and this is can you tell me a little about about these things yes yeah. happily um no so yeah no so from the years 2014 to 2016 um I was part of the team also why one was a part of this thing actually was why one was leading him um it was out of um, Isaiah chapter 62, verse 10 to 12, where it says, it says, go through, go through the gates, clear the way for the people, build up, build up the highway. 
Remove the stones, lift up a banner over the peoples. Behold, the Lord has proclaimed to the end of the earth, say to the daughter of Zion, behold, your salvation comes. Um, and it's just kind of basically what we spent, we spent three years in, not three years altogether, altogether about 18 months driving up the continent of Africa from the bottom of uh, South Africa, the on the sea there, up to Jerusalem. Um, and it was a, a spiritual highway. That was the word we'd been kind of given that it was supposed to be. Um, and what it ended up being was just a lot of connecting with people along the way and seeing that God really does have a highway of his people uh, up the continent. But also, yeah, we were worshiping and praying the whole time, really, um, all the way to Jerusalem. So in 2016... Uh, summer of 2016, that was when I was finished with this journey. And, and then that's actually when the Lord kind of led me up to Norway. Um, and that's when I started living there. And then the one thing I had in my heart right from the time of, of really ever going to Norway was this idea, okay, now we did the Southern Highway coming up from the bottom of South Africa, building up the highway and removing the stones, preparing a way for the people. So what about if we could now do from the north of Europe, the Northern Highway to go from the top of Norway? Um, back to Jerusalem. And this is, I've always had this in my heart to do ever since 2016. And I'd actually tried sometimes to gather people to come and join for this this journey. What I imagined was to just get some cars and drive it, and it never worked. Never even got close to working. So I'm, I'm really convinced that this journey now that will be happening next year, I believe this is going to be the Northern Highway. I think so. And it's a highway ultimately for to prepare the way it's like, you know, this is a word which has gone a lot, that this boat is kind of like a, a John the Baptizer, one that's going before, preparing the way um, for the Lord's return. And I believe that's that's a big part. Now from the north, we get to prepare the way for him back to Jerusalem. But it's a sea highway. It's not a land highway. And it makes sense because this is a this is the way the people from the north have always gone down to to Yorsal, to Jerusalem. It was on ships, not over land. <laughs> wow. It's beautiful. Mm, it is. But isn't there an uh, acronym in here, uh, John, that uh, can uh, help uh, people remember <laughs> we <can> try. <laughs> why goes, we're doing this? It's got a D, but essentially the, the journey, right, is called returning to Jorsal, or Jorsal it looks like. So it's spelt J-O-R-S-A-L. So we're praying. It's like, God, there's so many elements to this vision. It seems like you have. Can you give us a way that we can try to sum summarize what is returning to Jorsal. Um because right, it's it's uh, people always say who is returning to Jorsal? What is returning to Jorsal? And this is we believe there's six things here which are important that is returning to Jerusalem, returning to Yorsal. And um to summarize it, Jesus is returning. J is for Jesus. Jesus is coming, the king is coming. In light of that, you know, he comes back to Jerusalem, his city. In light of that, we get to bring an offering, an O, an offering of extravagant worship um, to him back to Jerusalem, following a route of reconciliation. All right, we get to demonstrate the true message of the cross down the route of through Europe that the Crusades have gone. We get to, and we're doing this in ships. The fourth letter is for S. We're being sent out in the wake, wake following this route of reconciliation in the wake of King Sigurd. A new generation of missionaries getting sent out back through Europe and the Middle East. A, we get to help 
his people, the Jews, make Aliyah, which is, Aliyah comes from a word which means to go up to Jerusalem, essentially. Um, so we get to help his people and be a part of preparing the way for his people also to return back to the land as God um, gathers them back. And we get to be a, a safe place for the Jews in the future as well. And on these ships, as we carry back with this message of Aliyah, we also get to carry with us a letter of thanksgiving, which is the L, which is a, it's kind of like a thousand thanks for a thousand years, right? In Norway, we say two centak. <laughs> so it's like a thousand thanks for a thousand years um, of essentially the gospel forming the platform on which the nation of Norway um, is built. And we get to say essentially in this letter, right, that everything that we have in Norway, in fact, anything of the Western world is all based upon the blessing we have received in the form of the gospel, which we have received from the Jewish people. And it cannot be right that the ones that we have received, the biggest blessing from are the ones that we have treated the worst. And I think you can make quite a case that in the, in the history of Norway, as well as many nations, um, Norway has not done a good job of honoring the ones whom actually we owe the most to. Um, and the cross and the flag and the Norwegian flag is a testament to that, right? Jesus is our Jewish king, forever a Jew. Um, and by honoring him, we also need to honor and love those whom he loves and who he associates himself with, right? The people of Israel and the land of Israel. Um, so that's essentially it. Jesus, an offering of extravagant worship, reconciliation, ships being sent out, Aliyah, helping the Jews to return home and carrying with us a letter of thanks um, and a promise of, of friendship and blessing for the years to come in accordance with the promise right from the very beginning when God says to Abraham, right? He says, I'll make you into a great nation. He promises them. And then he says, those who bless you, I will bless. Those who curse you, I will curse. We want to be those who are blessed. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's amazing, John. And we have we have to talk about Muster. I think that yeah, the thousand to. years jubilee, yeah. the letter of Thanksgiving. Because because we probably didn't mention that, and people wonder what what are you talking about? Yeah, the letter. Yeah. What, what is letter? that? Who's going to write the letter? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> we we're still know. working on it. Yeah. Um, so there is a letter of Thanksgiving. Yes. So actually, uh, we didn't know that twenty twenty four. Was a year of like a jubilee. Did you know? I had no idea. No. <laughs> Me neither. But when we discover it, uh, some friends of us, John, has already given us this kind of idea to say, hey guys, um, the, the tour you are doing, uh, remember that in these days, it's, it's like around a thousand years since Norway was becoming a Christian nation. When you're going to Jerusalem, maybe you can bring a letter of Thanksgiving. And then we cool. discover, like, wow, yeah, it's actually a thousand-year anniversary of Christian laws. Yeah. So, um, so we're gonna. So then we we thought, like, okay, let's let's connect with the jubilee, and we asked them actually if we could come and be a part of the program. Mm. And I don't think it was hard for them to say yes because we said, can we bring the national uh, ship of Norway <laughs> <laughs> to the jubilee? <laughs> and. Um, I felt we had a good case there. And, mm. uh, but what was really cool was that they were so positive. In yeah, this, they yeah, were. In, the, mm. in, in just that we can come there and have this letter of Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving 
given to us. Yeah. That we will bring back. Yeah, so they will officially send us out, right? With the ship and the, the letter yeah. from the Jubilee of Muster. Yeah. So basically we will be send, sent out from the nation of Norway with yeah. this letter. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's so amazing timing. What an amazing timing, eh? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, wow. Everything was kind of like... Uh, Lined up for us. We have to do this because it's uh, the timing is so good. Yeah. And there is a thousand year to the next thousand year jubilee. <laughs> Not two thousand year jubilee. It is. <laughs> so we, we, we cannot wait. We we have to do it now. Yeah. In this jubilee. Yeah. But think about it. Like yeah, just the privilege also of coming with this in this time as well. Mm. Letter of Thanksgiving. Well we do recons we, we ask for forg- like uh, an apology for for what's happened uh with anti Semitism mm. and and uh, what we've done to the Jewish people uh, mm. when it comes to bad things in our mm. history. Mm. Probably, John, bringing a gift. Mm. And uh, and a message that, you know, we are never ever going to see Holocaust again. This, mm. The future, Norway will be a safe haven for the Jewish people mm. and will grant them with peace. Yes. Amen to that. Mm. I think in these days as well, it's... Mm. It's a good message to bring. Yeah, it is. Mm. Amen. Yeah, I think when I think about what you say there, John, I think about how, right, if if to see reconciliation or forgiveness is, is all about, or repentance is about not only asking for forgiveness, but doing the opposite. It's like here we have the chance to really do that, right? We get to where, where ships were used to to transport the Jewish people down to Auschwitz. Now we get to and you talk about when bringing a gift as well. We now get to bring the very best ship we have in Norway, right? Sent out by hopefully the king of Norway carrying a letter on behalf of the nation um, on a boat filled with worship and praise and prayer all the way through, demonstrating God's love in the cities along the way and giving fish in some places and connecting. We really we get to express in many ways the opposite of how we have done things before and carrying now instead of instead of treating the jewish people really badly we now get to honor them by showing hey we care enough and we want to demonstrate real thankfulness um in response to the debt that we owe you we cannot repay it but hey here's a here's just an offering here's the best we can bring with our best young people on board right um carrying this message back. And I think this, even just the boat in itself, I think really it, it comes um, it comes as a gift. It comes as a, a message of, of friendship. And, and I, I notice now for myself being in Israel now that for the Jewish people, it means so much for them now to realize you can, and even being here, you realize how alone you can feel when it feels like the whole world is turning against Israel again. Um, and and the Jewish people, and we see it in anti-Semitism everywhere. But for them to just know that, hey, there's people who stand with them, who actually care about them, and are willing to be um, to be their friends, both in good times and in bad times, this means so much for them. That's why I think um, the timing next year, I think this trip can be a real encouragement for the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And when we come and as this, carrying this message of friendship and blessing, I think now is best time possibly um, in, in at least the last probably, I don't know, in recent history, 
um, that such a message could be brought. And I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to mean a lot for the nation here, actually. Wow. As we are talking about these things, there is a war going on. But I just want to say, like, this is not about the war. This is about our history concerning the Jewish people. Yeah. Uh, in some way and, and in many ways. Um, but at the same time, um, we can say that uh, the original tour was a crusade. Mm. But in the opposite spirit. Yeah, in the opposite spirit. Like we are going in the opposite spirit. But mm. what the crusades are known for is mm. presenting the, the cross, even to the, you know, most people that was presented to the cross, like where, 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 where they were kind of forced to believe or die. Yeah. They were mm. Muslims, mm. Uh, so the Arabs. So, mm. so as we are going to Lisbon, for example, mm. um, those people that Sigur in back in the days met there mm. and forced to believe or die, and they refused to believe, so yeah. he killed them. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they were Arabs. Mm. So, so of course, in in Lisbon, that's what we that's what we do for reconciliation. It's connected to what happened there, and yeah, this mm. this is actually ha has. Is to do with God is is for everything, mm. brought peace and cross for everything, mm. and we are so fortunate that we can actually, as you said, reconcile our history, mm. and but also to, I kind I kind of like uh, show direction for the future. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. Um, you know, mm. to say that we believe there is a calling on our nation to bring mm. out. The gospel, which is the, the message of peace between heaven and earth. Yes. The peace that only God can Amen. bring and that he brought mm. 2,000 years ago yeah. when Jesus died on the cross. Yes, and peace between all peoples. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's so important. Yeah, so uh, the Crusades did horrible things to the, the Arabs and the Jews. And we want to reconcile for everything to, yeah. uh, to, to every people group. Uh, they're equally important. So when we're talking about the reconciliation and you're asking, what does it mean that God yeah. will call the past to account? So the thing was that when the, the, the Jews, they, um, or the Israelis, they constantly uh, started to worship pagan gods, right? So they turned uh, away from uh, the Lord. Mm. Uh, and then every time a godly king came and wanted to reform the nation back to God, they gathered and they repented for the, their own sins and for their forefathers' sins. Mm. And and it's all there throughout the Old Testament. Several times that happened. Every time they were reformed back to the Lord, mm. they repented. And, and then they recited the, their history and all the awesome things that God had done through history. Mm. So it's uh, very clear that this is a biblical principle. Wow. And uh, so when, when they did it, it's... Um, it's obvious that uh, it's a spiritual principle that, yeah, and, and repentance is always the key for everything, basically, asking for forgiveness in everything we do. I think that is the most important thing yeah. in all things. And now we're just going back in time, erasing something that shouldn't have been done, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so that's, that's what it's about. Yeah. It's, uh, when I was, uh, when we start on this, uh, I just... I was kind of thinking like of Sigur Jorsalfara's journey as, and I don't know if it's right, historians probably would arrest me, but I, I was kind of think because it was in the beginning of Norway as a, as a new nation. Mm. So I, I would kind of call it Sigur Jorsalfara was kind of the first mission tour, 
Yeah. In a way. In a way, yeah. Maybe maybe it wasn't the first, but it was like the biggest one. At least he was the first king who came from Norway. No, he was the first king who came from from uh, Europe. Yeah. Uh, to Jerusalem. Yeah. On the crusade. Mm-hmm. And the crusades are are famous for yeah the the anti-Semitism, but but also it's famous for for um, uh, how they force people to believe in a way with, with you know. Yeah. Doing mission with power. Yeah. So I really yeah. felt that, um, yeah, like God wants us to demonstrate the opposite when it comes to the, yeah, as I said previously, like the calling, that I believe there is a young gen- generation that will be sent out from Norway again because we used to be the one nation that sent the most missionaries out. Mm. And I, I, I believe there is huge needs in Europe now. And I believe the younger generation now that I see, they have this kind of, I don't know, this adventurous spirit feeling that they want to go out yeah. and change the world for God. Hmm. And I, I believe we're going to send a lot of them. So this is kind of like a, a forerunner yeah. for what's coming. Yeah, it is. And guys, do you remember the, the book that uh, um, Kjell Sjöberg wrote uh, about spiritual Vikings? I, you, I haven't. Did you read that? Uh, yes, wow. because actually, when we started to, uh, when this uh, the vision uh, was given us, um, I didn't know about this book. But then uh, a woman, she just, uh, um, she said, "Have you read that book? And what is about spiritual Vikings? That uh, we were once uh, Viking nations, right? And and that we are supposed to sail out in uh, the opposite yeah. spirit." Yeah. It's so good to mention that. Actually, and then I was talking with someone just about the, the book today, even or huh, yesterday, really? about Andre Vishnia. So I think it's oh. good to mention it because that's like yeah. that goes way back. I guess like seventies, written in the seventies or something. I think. Yeah, 1983, I think. It's eighty-three. Oh, well done. Yeah. Wait, eighty-three. That's a good year. Something else. Yeah, but yeah. So that That many years ago. King of Kings was founded in Jerusalem as well. The the church. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but anyway. So 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 what's the point? You said. Uh, Spiritual Vikings. Yeah. That. uh, So he said that um, once again. Uh, young people from the Scandinavian countries will sail out in the opposite spirit as the Vikings, but they will sail out as spiritual Vikings and uh, as missionaries. Yeah. And uh, and bless and bring the gospel specifically through Europe and back to Jerusalem was the message of the book as well. Yeah. Yeah. So and and this was in 1983. So it's it's crazy. Mm. Uh, so it's a it's a prophetic word, and we we are seeing it being fulfilled yes. now in our time. And, and I yeah. just want to say something because, you know, connected to all of that, um, because there was a gathering, okay, in a, the in the national ice skating arena in Norway. Uh, oh, actually, yeah. 2022. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's important. And that was they called it like a prophetic gathering uh, um, yeah and it was in an upside down viking ship yeah. my friend john he didn't know when he heard about that uh, that there was going to be an event in the viking ship he didn't know that it was a, a venue you remember john i remember are we back on the live podcast again now yes we are doing the podcast right now very good <laughs> we've been yeah, doing no, it all the time. yeah we've been doing it all the time Huh? We've been doing it all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, we never left it. 
I thought we had a pause. Maybe not. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's already uh, no pause. Over. But you did very good, man. Yes, I love that you mentioned the the book, the Spiritual Vikings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you, I remember you coming to me, saying that uh, you have heard about this Viking ship, and and you were so eager because you felt like you would be one of the guys who will. You know, recruit and fill a young <laughs> the ship with young people. Yeah. But I also remember who, yes, who I saw, disappointed, huh? Yeah. yeah, I was disappointed. No, I was. I uh, also remember how disappointed you during... were when you when you understood that the working ship was actually a, a venue, <laughs> yeah, sports an hall, ship. and, and yeah, not, not an actual working ship. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I remember someone had prophesied over me, or prayed over me in Voss during the outcry conference. Quite possibly, John Marvin. I don't know who it was who did it. I don't remember. But someone said, yeah, I see you. You're going to be on this boat filled with um, this Viking ship thing with lots of young people. And in my mind, you know, I think in pictures, like I say, I just see myself on a big Viking ship surrounded by young people. And I thought, wow, where's this ship thing? I want to go on the, on the Viking ship. So then I remember I was seriously disappointed when I heard that it was just gathering in like a stadium thing. Like I was, it was not what I... Um, so, no, but I, I really think this maybe had a little bit to do with also that morning waking up in Linda's house. I, I, I've always remembered that when someone, when that person was praying, whoever it was of me, about the word about, yeah, you're going to be in that ship with the young people, you know, I've, I've never lost hold of that word. So I think it is, I think it's very much connected. It, interesting side note on that note. All right. So Sig, Sigurd Yulsov, uh, he went out with 6,000 men. Do you know what? What they also used the upside down Viking ship stadium for? It's like the was like Norway's biggest gaming convention. Do you know one year, the biggest I think they ever managed together? Do you know how many young people they had inside of that Viking ship? Six thousand. It's crazy. Wow. Are you kidding? So they 6, even have some. That exact so imagine number? we could see six thousand gamers released. <laughs> Back to Jerusalem as missionaries. It'd be amazing. So we see him. <laughs> Going back to the actual word we got in our church with about, you know, remember I started to share a little bit about like Sigurd Yurselfara and uh, the word we got. Mm -hmm. There were three things that was important. Mm -hmm. He was, um, yeah, but it was like the first thing he mentioned was actually the route they took. So it was, it was back to Jerusalem. Um, and, uh, and then it was the age of the guys who went. And I remember he saying Sigurd Yurselfara was 18 years old. So that's why we really feel that, you know, it's something with a younger generation mm. that we are sending out the future, the younger gen generation um, on this journey. Mm. Um, so that's also, a, yeah, that's, that's been a part of the whole thing. Uh, believing that the older generation will stand behind, yes. support, mm -hmm. pray, and pay, I would say pray, <laughs> pray and pay, pay her, <laughs> you know, this is important, yes. you know, investing <laughs> in the future in this beautiful way, because it's going to, you know, everybody who's going on that journey, mm. they will have their life changed and they will come back and change the life of so many others, mm. you know, like even Sigurd, when he come, came home from that journey, mm. he, he was change he came he came back with the with a piece of the cross of jesus actually yeah that's right uh, but it, it was probably not they have you know found out 
Uh, it was but probably still, a counterfeit, I guess. Yeah, but still, yeah. the rest of Norway believed it. So yeah. <laughs> he, he kind of that was kind of what he did when he came back was actually establishing like building the ch- the church mm. uh, because of his kind of like what he has experienced, and then he had a lot of like authority then, and and um, so they built out the church system of Norway, him mm. and his bro. Uh, but I I am curious to see what the calling is for the people that will go on this journey and what will happen, what will be the fruit of their life. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's so important, the fruit. And I really hope that we will see fruits uh, manifesting, uh, that we will actually see <laughs> uh, things happening, uh, like in a tangible way. There was another, yeah. <laughs> there was another uh, event last summer, uh, which, which also was celebrating a thousand year. That's right. You remember, guys? Yes, in Trondheim, in Nidorosdomen. Yeah, come on. Anna Linda, you it's were there. It's all connected. I was there. What I happened? was singing in the, the huge choir. Okay. Yeah, so the thing was that um, uh, the name was um, uh, Heavenly Melodies through a thousand years. Uh, and uh, we were singing uh, hymns and, uh, and worship songs uh, from the beginning of time, almost not the beginning of Christianity yeah. in Norway, basically, through a thousand years. Through thousand years. Wh- uh, what we will be celebrating in 2024. And, um, and that was, it was a, a concert and a, a, a Thanksgiving, basically. But it was also, uh, it was also prophetic in many ways. And uh, digging up old wells and uh, claim, reclaiming the spiritual heritage of Norway which is really amazing, actually, and uh, digging up wells of revival. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's beautiful. Just, just worship is so important. And what, uh, one of the, that's why we love that one of the very important things we'll do on this journey is also to bring us with the Norwegian worship yeah. to the nations mm. and worship together with them where they worship in their language. Yes, come on. Uh, <laughs> so it's going to be like a Thanksgiving choir. Yes. All the way to Europe. Yeah, with oh. uh, all peoples, all languages and uh, the tribes and tongues uh, worshiping together, basically. Mm. And it's all over the Bible. Uh, so uh, we so will do this. It's interesting how yeah. these things uh, connect these days. Yeah, everything um, comes together. It's yeah. pretty special. All the prophetic words and everything that's uh, happening and it all comes together. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. I love it. Well. Nice. Are we finished yet? I'm freezing yeah. cold. Yeah, we are Maybe finished. Some food. You guys can end it off. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we can end it. Yes. Love you, guys. Oh, love you. Amazing. You're amazing. Thank you, John. Thanks, guys. Lots of love. Uh, okay. So uh, who do we want to be a part of this journey? Well, I, I think... My experience is that a lot of people, when they hear about the vision, in some ways it um, it it affects their heart, and and people come and say they just want to be on board when they heard about it. There were there was something with this uh, that resonated with them, mm. and um, that's you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Very reluctant. Uh, so please, uh, yeah, please, you can know people can all sign up. Uh, for for a stage, but also we need this core group that's doing the whole journey. Mm. Um, so please, uh, yeah, be welcome to come with us mm. as we are looking to the past to set the course for the future. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thanks guys for listening to us this uh, on this uh, 
podcast uh, which was about how this started and uh, about the vision um, and uh, there will be more podcasts to come so yeah hope you will be with us take your minute